Is God's Word really that powerful? The authority of the Bible is grounded on the doctrine that God speaks, that we serve a Lord, we serve a God who can, who can speak, who can say words, and who can do things and communicate using those words that He says. And so that then leads the question when we talk about scripture in the Bible is what kind of power does God's words does actually have when God speaks? What kind of authority does he present whenever he speaks? And specifically then when he speaks in scripture? Well, that's where Psalm 29 just has a beautiful picture for us today as believers in Jesus Christ, a beautiful picture of the power and authority of God when he speaks to us and what we're supposed to do with um when we see that sort of power coming from God. And so, verse 29 first answers the question, you know, how powerful is God's word? Well, it tells us in, in chapter 29 of the Psalms, it says, God's, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters, the God of glory thunders, the Lord is over many waters. Listen to this, the voice of the Lord is powerful, the voice of the Lord is majestic, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars, the Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon into pieces. It says, Verse 7, the voice of the Lord hews out flames of fire. Verse 8, the voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. Verse 9, the voice of the Lord makes the deer to calve and strips the forest bare. I Man, I don't know about you, but I mean, that's just a straight up list that demonstrates if, if that's true, that is a pretty powerful voice. I don't know anybody who can just speak and break cedars, and hew out flames of fire, and shake wildernesses. It's only the Lord. And so then the question comes, well, if that's how powerful God's word is, then what does God do with this powerful word? And chapter 29 tells us that. In, in chapter 10 and verse 10 and 11, it says, First, God uses that powerful word to rule the earth. It says, The Lord sat as king at the flood. Yes, the Lord sits as king forever. The Bible says, Even though... The world functions like a well-oiled clock with, with patterns and cycles that repeat each other. That God still is the king of the universe. He's still the king of creation. And with his voice, he sovereignly rules over it. And he maintains it. But not only does God maintain and rule over the world with his voice, it says that God gives peace and strength to his people with his voice. It says in verse 11, The Lord gives strength to his people, and the Lord will bless his people with peace. I found that to be an awesome thing about chapter 29 of the Psalms and that after giving this huge list of just how powerful God is, it answers the question, asks the question then, well, if God's voice is so powerful, what does he do with it? And it ends with God uses his voice to give his people strength and peace. And of course, in the John 1, it talks about how Jesus is the word of God, how Jesus being God comes to earth and died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins so that those who have placed our faith in Jesus can be God's people, can receive God's strength, can receive God's peace in our lives from Jesus. He's the ultimate example of how God moves in his people using his word is with Jesus. So if that's how powerful God's word is, and that's what God does with his word, rule and give his people peace and strength, how are we supposed to respond? Well, chapter 29 of the Psalms tells us that too. First, it tells us what people already do who have seen the power of God's voice in their life. It says in verse 9, and 
and those in his temple, everything says glory. It says the angels, lost believers, I mean, sorry, believers who have passed away and are in heaven now, they see the power of God and all they can say is glory. All they can do is worship. So what are we supposed to do? Verse 1 and 2, ascribe to the Lord, O sons of the mighty, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name, worship the Lord in his holy array. We should worship God and glorify God for the strength and power of his word, the strength and power of his word that maintains and sovereignly rules, the strength and power of his word that gives us strength and peace in Jesus. So what are we supposed to do today? Well, first, if you haven't if you haven't accepted Christ, do that today. Place your faith in Jesus so you can be a part of his people, receive his peace and strength. If you have done that today, man, trust the Bible as God's word, that it has power, that it has authority, that he can... He can move with Scripture because he moves with his voice. And Scripture is God's Word. And then third, take some time today and do what this passage says in chapter 29. Worship God. Praise God. Thank Him so much. Give Him glory for the strength and power He gives to you through His Word. And I'm curious to hear from you too. Which, which of these descriptions of God's powerful voice is most compelling to you? Which one is the most astounding and which one do you like the most? Whatever you want to say, I'd love to hear from you. Comment your opinion down below after this video. And if you want to talk to me about faith in Jesus, message me. Comment below. I'd love to speak to you about that too.